What's up, my nerds? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I got to do this the right way. Yeah, I get it deeper, deeper. Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio, uh, your host, as always. I kind of had to give a nod out to uh, Gerard the Beanied One, who usually wears his glasses, and we can't really see him because of the light. But he is not joining us tonight. However, I am joined by the Beanied One. Or not the Beanied One. The Baby Fingers <laughs> One, rather. God, it's been a day. It has been a very, very long day, and I want to Bro, you're not alone. Um, you're not alone. Anyways, Theo Walski. What is up, everybody? God, I needed this today. Hey, baby. Freaking so then, long. God. And then that, ladies and gentlemen, is the 2022 CGN Monopoly champ. <laughs> Our maitre d'oeuvre services, the Lions main Jason Bolidio. How's it going, guys? How's it going today? We are sans Jerry, but you know what? It's okay. You got three amigos right here. Hopefully, I'll, you guys I'll, I'll the help couch. Matt out and still make him right. Yeah, there you there go. You yeah, go. wear that beanie. <laughs> there you go. Maybe I grab a beanie. Ooh. Still got a beanie. <laughs> in, in, more, in moratorium, maybe? <laughs> Did you know, shout out to Jerry. No, we miss you, bro. But uh, right. at the same time, uh, yeah. The show must go on, as they say. Show must go on. How you how you fine fellas doing? I'm ready for uh, President's Day, so that way I have a day off. <laughs> you will have a day off. That's true. I'm I sorry. won't. Yeah. You don't have President's Day off? That's a big old negative, sir. Nope. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry. You enjoy well, that then, day then off, I'll stop sir. bragging. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, yeah, we've made it uh, the first first month of the year, 2023. It's been insane already. It's nonstop, nonstop. I mean, is it just me? It, it doesn't feel like it's been a month. It feels like it's been three, right? Right, right. It just feels longer. I don't know like, why. Oh. All that return from the Christmas and New Year's stress and nonsense. Yeah, no, I feel like like just last week I was watching a bunch of like new year's videos of like people partying or uh i don't know if you saw the one in china where they had all the the um uh, the drones oh I yeah South, i think it's korea or china i wanted yeah. to but one of those a, those those shows are cool i want to yeah, watch one of those live i want to see one it's but like in, in in spirit of like christmas and everything we always say that like they start Christmas decorations too early and everything. Yeah. I feel like now they've crossed over to Valentine's starting too early. Yeah. I've been sending Valentine's decorations for the past two weeks. Like, well, why, yeah. why, is Val- why is Valentine's a month in advance? It's I feel whole, like that's too much. Because you got to pick because you got to pick them up for your kids, you know, get Valentine's school, you know. Yeah. It's a Hallmark holiday. Come on, man. Yeah, it is. It's, I don't know. You know, like when you go to when you go out to eat, you know, you pay a hundred dollars for the same forty dollar food. I never liked Valentine's Day as a kid, like doing all doing all the Valentines. I felt like it was made to be an obligation to give everybody a Valentine, which it literally is. But yeah, I, I never liked. I never much. liked that as a kid. Like, why do I have to give everybody a Valentine? <laughs> I right. don't like everybody. I don't like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was that kid. I don't like everybody. So Come on. Let's dive in it. There's a there's a ton to talk about. I mean, we had our, our guests last week and stuff, so we missed some news and stuff there. But yeah. let's 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 discuss this. So, um, today 
video came out uh video came out by from james gunn that who is the head of the co-head of rather of dc studios not to be mistaken to his former employer marvel studios um and he kind of laid out the initial groundwork and roadmap for what they're planning Please, so please, please so here's jason so you're gonna actually kind of maybe like this a little bit maybe oh. so his plan for the dc universe is that film gaming and television are all going to be they are going to be connected but um it's mm. going to be the same act it's going to be the same actors across the board so if you're starring as uh if you're voicing a character in an animated series when it moves to live action, you will be playing that part. So everyone already knows kind of like the actor. So it's not going to be like, um, what if where a lot of the actors were replaced with different people and stuff. Some of it was scheduling and whatnot. Um, they're going to, they're going for, so they're going for continuity. Um, anything that does not exist in the DCU, i.e., uh, Matt Reeves, Batman, uh, that's going to be part of the DC else worlds which is going to be basically off in the spectrum of um, the multiverse. You know, a multiverse, but that's not being referenced at all. Okay. Um, okay. So they did announce some projects. They announced some movies and they announced some TV shows. And this is supposed to be spread out over eight to 10 years, Jason. Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, eight to ten years on. is still like it's. We haven't gotten to the quantity yet. It could yeah, still be eighty yeah. things across like, eight to ten years. You know, eight to ten yeah. years, like that's for Marvel. That's like a like a, a whole new streaming service. That's a whole saga. Like, that's like it's like right? three sagas. They're, they're going to have their own streaming service in eight to ten years. Marvel. So I mean, like, oh, all right. Oh, you heard so, it first here, guys. You heard it first here. Marvel going to have their own. It's going to be Marvel right Plus. It's going to be Marvel. Okay. It's going to be called Marvel Assemble. Mm-hmm. So they did Whoa. state that um, Shazam is going to lead into to Flash. Um, you know, and yeah, James yeah. did say that he he really likes Flash as a movie. He didn't mention anything about Ezra Miller, but he just said Flash as a mm. whole. He really enjoys the movie because it also resets the DC universe to where he's going with it. Okay. Okay. So definitely so, Flashpoint. Yeah. Essentially, which is what we've been saying since the beginning. It, yeah, that it's going to be a flashpoint. Um, just as long as I get Michael Keaton staying in the DC universe, that's, that's fine. But anyways, so we're getting um, the first movie that they announced was Superman Legacy. That's so going to start be, this off, or is it kind of? I guess he's kind of. This is where they're kind of kicking things off. Um, it's not going to be Henry Cavill, but it's going to be basically about Kal El as he's trying to reconcile the whole Superman, Clark Kent origins, mm-hmm. upbringing, all of that. Um, then they're going to do, um, these are just some of the movies. So they're going to do the authority, which is um, based on a 1999 comic. Um, it's basically, it's a group of heroes that uh, think they can fix the world. However they, you know, and use their powers to do it. Um Kind of sounds like um, it is. Uh, it sounds Watchmen. like uh, Watchmen. Sounds like in a way. Yeah, it sounds like Watchmen. Um, we're gonna get uh, the Brave and the Bold is going to be the official Batman movie within the DCU. Um, this one is okay. based on the comic in which it's Batman and Damian Wayne 
as Robin, his son. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Brave and the Bold was also it was a cartoon, a cartoon network for it. Yes. Okay. Um, so <laughs> that was all based on a comic. Um, was part of the Silver Age DC comics and stuff. So now these are all movies, or are these like these are movies so okay. far. Okay. Um, then they've got Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Um, basically, we're going to see kind of Supergirl, uh, Carzarel's upbringing and how she was. They're going to see her kind of a little bit on, um, on Krypton because that's okay. where she was raised. She was raised on part yep. <laughs> part of a dying Krypton. Um, so which is interesting because last time we saw Supergirl was what 84, 85 with Helen Slater. Way, way no. back when. No, we I saw yeah. Supergirl in Smallville. Well, no, no, as a, as, a as, as a movie. As a movie. Yeah, as a movie. Yeah. yeah. It's been quite a while. Um, but we've had um yeah, the Smallville incarnation of Supergirl. Uh you have the TV show. Um and then they're going to do Swamp Thing. Oh, okay. I'd like that's to see Swamp be Thing eight movie. to ten years span. Well, that's just some of the movies they've slated. There's going to be some other stuff. There's going to be a lot of TV shows. But oh my God. no, um, I'm just saying, like movie wise, that's eight to ten. Movie years. wise, I wouldn't. I'd be okay with us getting a DC movie maybe once a year or once every two years. I would be okay with that. I mean, they can instead of getting it, it was, what, five, five in one year that we listed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of I mean, glad tonight movies? that Jerry's not here, just because I get to smash down on all this Marvel as much as so possible. much, and I don't get this like, oh, shut up, dude. Welcome, up, dude. welcome to uh, welcome to Jason's Marvel Hate Corner. Give him a break, brought dude. to you by Give yeah. a break. Right? It's Marvel. It's, Marvel. it's good stuff. It's good. Anyways, yeah. all right. So it is good stuff though. I was still defending Marvel. Still good. DC uh, TV shows. So they're going to do uh, Creature Commandos, um, which is kind of like a, I guess it looked like kind of like a Suicide Squad. Just it's, they're all like creatures like Weasel and stuff. Like they're not human. You know, you're not going to have like, um, God, who is it? Like, you're not going to have like Harley Quinn and stuff. Part of it. It's, mm. Um, it's only going to be pegged for seven episodes. Um, it's a, she forms another, it's kind of labeled as forms another super or super team out of monstrous prisoners. So weasel and, you know, kind of like King shark and all that. Um, so it's going to be animated. You're going to have Waller, just a straight up show called Waller where, um it's dedicated to just amanda waller and she teams up with team peacemaker so it's going to kind of so i never saw peacemaker i heard it was pretty decent but it's pretty funny actually i liked um, it it's decent i mean yeah. you, you definitely yep turn your iq down a little bit in order to watch it but mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. and uh viola davis will be returning as waller oh good okay. so okay. she has been playing waller for the existence of the character in the extended universe. So they are keeping her the same. Uh, they are going to do uh booster gold. Which, I'm not familiar with booster gold. <laughs> okay. Booster gold is he's from the future. He's a loser. He 
brings tech from the future to modern day times to become a superhero. So people like him. So like everybody hates him in the future. So he steals tech from the future, brings it back. It's pretty much what Doc Brown and Marty McFly warned about, you know, with sports almanac, you know, screwing with the time, you know, I feel like that's um, definitely something that I would do. <laughs> I feel like, yep. Screw, screw this timeline. I'm going to go somewhere I can right. impress people. I'm going back in time. Um, we are going to be getting lanterns. So they're going to be a show Ooh, based on okay. the Green Lanterns, specifically around Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Hmm. So, which are okay. two of the most uh, popular lanterns. Um, and like I hope they do the other colors too. Yeah, I'd like to yeah. see the other colors. Well, so the picture that was shown when I saw the video okay. showed uh, John Stewart in a little bit of yellow. Oh, like okay. his suit. I don't remember him going yellow, but it was just maybe it was just the way they kind of designed it as like a black and like white the, and just the. Yeah. Um, anyways, but it's going to be basically a buddy cop team up between Al Jordan and John Stewart. <laughs> so. Um, I could get on board with that. I could get on board with that. Yep. I, need, I need to. I and need then to they're doing. Uh, yep. And then they're doing Paradise Lost, which is going to be based on um, Themyscira, which is basically the the island that Wonder Woman's from. Okay. So it's going to touch on her history and stuff, um, but it's going to focus more on the island as a whole and all of the the Amazonians. Um, and not just Wonder Woman specifically. Um, this is the initial slate that they're off. They're throwing out there. Um, I'm assuming he's probably got a little bit more planned, but if this is what the first, if this is the first slate, especially in the movie's perspective, I am perfectly okay with us getting one movie every two years and let Matt Reeves sprinkle in the Batman, which he's now calling, um, the sequel, the Batman part two. Mm, okay okay godfather um sure oh and uh also this was something that was announced too it looks like they're doing a penguin show uh okay. with uh colin farrell's penguin that'll lead into batman 2 oh all right so it's it's gonna be overall this- if he keeps the quantity down i think this is is really going to work. And I don't think we'll have as much of a DC fatigue as we do with Marvel. Uh, okay. So this is the problem though, is that the, the problem that I see DC having potentially, and this is me talking, you know, the uh, anti-Marvel of the ultra Marvel fatigue is that DC might have to actually do what Marvel did right now and just bust out a few like back to back because they haven't established this entire universe over the years. They're doing it kind of in an okay time, eight to 10 years, but to with all the backstories and all the people that they're trying to put together, like an Avengers kind of thing, it's going to be very, very hard to just like take 10 years to bring all this all together. Here you go, Jason. Here's creature commandos. It actually has weasel <laughs> has weasel and like whatever. I don't know who these different ones are. Um, you know, like but if you're, you're going to bring all these together, like look how yeah. much stuff is going down. And like, honestly you have 
seems like 15 ish different IPs that are all going to be introduced into this, into this universe. I actually you know? think the opposite of Jason right now. So Jason, you and I are flip-flopping here. I know. I know. Okay. It's odd. I, it's I, odd. I, Normally I, I'd be like, I, yo, like just stop. I think but they should not try to crank stuff out because so far with where they've been, they haven't found that magic formula for how mm-hmm. they should be presenting the stories. And I feel like they should step it down and kind of keep mm-hmm. a pace of how the uh, MCU kind of started. Cause I mean like MCU started yeah. with like one movie per year and they tested yeah. the waters with some pretty bad ones. So like the Hulk mm-hmm. was a bad one, but then he had the incredible Hulk that uh, was technically can we remember, close can to we, Iron Man. Can we say what they're, can we give them applause though for their first movie that they did? Where they try to really start this blade, but Bro. they didn't necessarily they didn't, do that they, with was a the intention. A good, I mean, they certainly a good they did a yeah. do good adaptation with Blade, and then royally ruined it with Two and Trinity. But <laughs> nonetheless, I still love Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yes, I still love well, Ryan Reynolds. Still, like, it was a good one-off, yeah. and like, let's learn from but that, that. Like, but that's what I think that one-offs. they need to do. That they they I, have those experimentals that are have been done that they're needing to learn from. But we need to make sure that they have correctly learned from it. And I think that they should take a a step down and and do like maybe one a year. I I like the idea of doing one a year. I really do. Um, because honestly having four or five Marvel movies in in a year plus, plus their TV shows and whatever is just Marvel are just, it's exhausting. It really is. And, um, that's why I'm, and they need to do it right. They need to do this right. Because I think they could get to the point where they are doing like, where James Gunn is getting some of his inspirations from, you know, some of the, the justice league unlimited stuff and mm-hmm. you build it up the right way. I think it's going to be really successful because you look at justice league, even the Snyder cut, right. And let's, we can admit that that thing was slapped together, like oh, yeah. in a response to Avengers with Endgame and infinity war and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Right. We got, no origin story for cyborg you know it was just like here he is go have fun um you know we we got a piss poor um batman versus superman where they basically borrowed from the comic but not the good parts (laughs) you know and then they gave us a shit doomsday Oh yeah. Or I mean, that was a horrible doomsday in that movie. Um, and Batman versus Super, Batman versus Superman is like that whole thing where they, they borrowed it from the dark Knight returns. Dark Knight returns is one of my favorite comics, graphic novels from the Batman universe, because it is truly Batman old and worn out and coming back mm-hmm. to stop Superman. Um, you know, we're kind of getting flat. We never got a flash true, a truly a good flash origin, but now we're getting a flashpoint. Um, you know, Aquaman was, was good. Um, yeah. And uh, this, this is, again, and, is saying that you need, DC does need to just like bang them out real quickly. Like don't, don't, I don't do think, them like the 50, 
like a whole saga turn into actually like a soap opera or turn it into something where it's very continuous, where it feels very streamed rather than well, be like, I think that here's this story. Here's 10 episodes. Boom. Oh my god! Now you just got me thinking of DCEU becoming a telenovela. Yeah, but you know, like Marvel has superheroes trying to be regular people, and DC has regular people being superheroes. You know, it's honestly just make this into like this one long continuous drama where one kind of just cuts off and then brings in like what is it like a like a smoke and aces or like a oh my god, it is a better. Thing, uh where it's pretty much just okay can i just can get i kind of just like okay want, here's this point like a crash or something like that where here's this point here's this uh-huh. point and it kind of like brings it all together a little bit i think that they're gonna i mean they're gonna bring it all together but i think you got to kind of set, start setting up the right way though yeah because you can't do it as a reactionary because now you look at marvel right and they started cranking out so much stuff the quality went down. Bob Iger oh, yeah. came back and was like, what the hell is this crap? Mm-hmm. You know, we got to cut projects and stuff like that. Um, I think it has the potential because I mean, James Gunn, let's look at gardens of the galaxy, you know, let's look at the new suicide squad. I mean, he has the ability to make this still about the stories and about the people, but still also make it a little bit more enjoyable. Cause I think that's part of the problem that the Snyderverse had is it was so dark and dreary that those people that only know Batman from the games of the cartoon, you know, the animated series, you know, Kevin Conroy, may he rest in absolute peace. He is kind of miss that man. Um, you know, you go into watching that and you're like, what the heck is this? This is so, it's not my cup of tea. You know, it's not even the mm-hmm. Nolan trilogy, which was still a little, still had a little good. bit of an upbeat and it wasn't dark. I mean, it wasn't as dark as the Snyderverse. No, we can go that route. Um, so I think they need to do it right. Um, I think they missed out unless it's just, it's happening and everyone just said it's not happening, but I think they missed out on having Henry Cavill back as Superman. Uh, I trust in gun to say, Hey, this is who we're going to have. Um, Batman's more my concern because honestly, I was so, I, I admit, I, I didn't think Robert Pattinson was going to be a good Batman and he is, he is great. And you've got some pretty hefty bars to come up to with Matt, with Robert Pattinson, Michael Keaton, um, and Christian Bale. You know, as as Batman's, you got to aim to do that with. So, as long as they do it like Brave and the Bolt, I think they do that well. I think it's it's going to be good. But we'll see what so happens. I'm going to put it out there to if, both of you. So I think I think that we've identified partially what the actual formula they need to follow is. Is that? Um, and I think Jason may disagree with this, but I feel like DCU, how they've started, they've been too focused on the flashy and the action. Whereas what we've really enjoyed in the past, especially even excluding DC uh, or Marvel movies, if we think about like the past mm-hmm. Batman movies and stuff, we've really enjoyed the ones that do outside of the action and give some good, uh, suspense and drama uh, rather than seeing punches thrown 
So like if we go back to Batman versus Superman, all the non-action mm-hmm. stuff, super boring. The the yes. freaking, um like little fundraiser thing that all three of them are at stealing stuff off of a server like that 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 was nothing or yeah or uh freaking putting a tracer on whereas night, it's still nothing whereas you had like, whereas you christopher like, nolan's trilogy at least you made yeah it you had like a full upbringing he's like he's like oh my god there's some struggle it, 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 he's uh like learning yeah. some new stuff like there's some even with the recent robert pattinson batman's like you got struggle mm-hmm. like he's still mourning his parents after many mm-hmm. years of their death and so forth like there was stuff yep. beyond just some action and throwing punch uh and punch throwing let's, and then that's what they need to, to that do. point right they didn't even mourn robin nope. in batman for superman they gave a little glimpse of robin's you know suit with yeah. the joker stuff all over but that's it that was like there's no mourning there's no anything with that so uh it'll be definitely interesting to see where they go telenovela I'm just telling you, honestly, it's, okay. it, it so, does need to have just like, and I, I mostly agree with you, Theo. Like, it's we need to establish the characters and the background and the story aspect uh, of it, rather than the whole fighting point. Because let's be let's be frank, like it's not as like high intensity action as Marvel. Like even in the comic books, mm-hmm. like it would, it's not like this whole like. See, the thing fight. is, though, DC DC's always been about the story and the characters themselves yeah. versus yeah. Marvel's always been about pomp, circumstance, flash, and powers. Exactly. Like so, uh, like I like I just said before, you know, Marvel is superheroes trying to be normal people. DC is normal people being superheroes. Man, it's yep. just right. It's honestly crazy because right. they need to like reel it in that way. You know, be good at that. Do that. Yep. Now, I, I still really hate, like, I'm to blame, but I hate that you said telenovela like that. Because since we've been talking so deeply about it, now all I picture is Batman, head turned, zoom in. Boom. You killed my mother and father. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, I did. Oh my God. <laughs> just like, dun, dun, dun. But with the so, Batman mask and everything, like, that's not telling you, man. It's, just, like, oh, it's, it's it, so weird. It, it's the way that it's DC so might have to just bang out, like, six seven series in a row just as like a telenovela give me yeah well so let's let's move on to another big big bomb actually before Uh, we do can can we address uh the news that we talked about at the beginning of it with Mm -hmm. the actors um going across tv shows movies and video games my opinion on that is that i feel like that's going to limit the available um, talent out there in order to fill those roles. Because there's, as we've met with um, particulars, like there's a lot of really good voice actors that don't Mm -hmm. like to be on camera and they don't want to do that. And and even though that they can deliver those lines immaculate, Mm -hmm. but you're going to remove that opportunity because you're going to be forcing that person for the the need to be on camera for it. This is for the DCU, though. I mean, they're going to have the the movies on that exist outside of the the world where you could have like Jensen Ackles, you know. Yeah, but I mean, but for example, if so, you ha- if you keep, for example, and I know this is probably not going to happen, but for example, if you keep The Rock as a DCU character the whole time, 
Like no. he's, he's going to be in every single one of them. And it's like, dude, you're, you're going to lose a lot of money. You're going to have to pay like a bajillion dollars well, for it's people a good to thing. It's a good on. thing. He screwed that up. Yeah. But I'm just saying, that's um, what I said. For example, I know. It's, but, so, right. Let's talk no, about like, another. You're, you're going to have, if you're going to have an A-lister for Batman, you're going to have an A-lister for Superman. No, you know? I don't No, I don't think you need to go like true A-lister. I mean, Why? when you look at it, right? Why wouldn't you though? Okay, so you let's need, look at you it. need people in the seats. So, I mean, like Chris no. Pratt's Chris Pratt's being Mario in a week or two, and in a couple of weeks, and it's like, bro, like I don't want, I don't care for that. Okay, so the new trailer is awesome, by the way. Um, and uh, but with that though, is Robert Pattinson is not the a-lister that ben affleck is right he's not still he's still a big name though yeah but he disappeared into the indie world for a while like he kind of reset his career went back to doing other pieces so i don't think but as soon as you hear his name majority of people know who he is yeah and you're gonna have to hear that's gonna be an a-lister batman's gonna sell tickets superman's gonna sell tickets it's it as long as you pick somebody that embodies them, you're fine. Case in point, before we move on to actual gaming news, but um, let's look at um, Michael Keaton. He was a comedic actor. Yeah. And then they, and then they went and cast him as, I mean, he wasn't a big, massive talent like he is now. He was still in the earlier parts of his career. But um, you're going to have to pay so, for it. Still on that example, um, well, let's do a, a, a more recent one that's still not necessarily big name, but I still love the actor so much, but he's not very well known. Is Zachary Levi for Shazam? Yeah. You know, it didn't that. sell very well because his name was known. Yeah. Well, no, I think that's more because of Shazam. Not many people mm. knew Shazam as a comic because he used to be called Captain Marvel. That's the problem. They had to change his name because Captain Marvel is over in the MCU. Um, and Marvel even comics. still, you know, it's um, I don't, but I don't really think this time around you could do an A-lister, but to do it right, you may just have to go with an unknown, which Christopher Reeve was kind of an unknown at the time that he became Superman. I that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that just, how many projects this person is going to play in the course of the 10 years roughly and then you're going to as the notoriety gets higher obviously they're stuck in that contract where it's like okay like you've signed the contract for 10 years blah 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 but you know as a commitment too yeah you know as soon as like something comes up or if they well it's the commitment that gal gadot and all them got yeah look look at them and they're all just like super upset yeah, you know? because their whole contracts got canceled. So, oh, okay. I mean, we'll see how we'll see. things. Play we'll see out. how it plans you know? out. You know, I Let's, just hope DC just does not, does not mess it up, man. Just don't mess up. Like, so here's something that can mess something up. Hmm. Amazon is rumored to be buying all of Tomb Raider, oh. the entire IP. I mean, Amazon can buy okay, like the hold entire on, like hold on though television. Listen to this though. For six hundred million dollars, 
Wow. The okay. entire IP. The entire, I actually like, feel like that's all of kind it. of fair. That's all of that's it. Kind of no. Fair. Listen to this return on investment that Embracer had. Embracer bought the Tomb Raider IP, Crystal Dynamics, and some of the other Square Enix properties for $300 yeah. million. He just did a 100% return on investment yeah. I mean, in less like, than a year. I don't um, think it was worth it. Honestly, I don't think it's worth it. No. Um, and they're already talking about a TV show, a new of movie, course. and a game, and, and everything like that. And again, Tomb Raider, I think, much like the DCU, needs to be done right. If you're going to go in and try and, and do this, because I think the Tomb Raider with, what is her name? Uh, Alicia Vikander? Alicia Vikander. Yeah. That was a great kind of tie-in movie to the the reboot game. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of reset Laura Croft to be what, you know, what the new version of Laura Croft is. So it'll be interesting to see where they go. Um, I mean, I've, I've, for the things that I've seen of Prime Originals, I think they do a pretty good direction in, in stuff. Um, so I, I would be pretty. But now you're going to start it. Now you're going to start a Tomb Raider universe though. You know, it's like, I, I get it. We'll see what happens. Um, right now, There's I think when Netflix, universe, they've so. started, but they've done a, a, they've essentially started a universe. I mean, they have the boys and the boys has been raved about. Oh, yeah, but, the boys. So good. But you're, but that, but you're taking Tomb Raider, which is already an established franchise. And you're going to try and make this big extended universe it's, all around it's, Tomb Raider. It's past this time. It's past this time. You don't necessarily have to do an extended because there isn't really isn't much to extend. You can exactly. just prolong it. Cause I mean, what, what do you, what, who are you going to throw in at that point? You might as well just do, you know, Tomb Raider cross national treasure at this point, because you're going to start having, you know, just a bunch of Tomb Raiders. You know, that's kind of the way I, I, I would. I, I would, would love to see uh, Lissy Vikander take out Nick Cage. <laughs> totally love to see that. I don't know. It, there, there's not a huge. <laughs> there's not a huge. Uh, yeah. Universe Honestly, on it. like it, it, I don't see it being this whole like crazy thing. Yeah, we'll probably get a couple more movies, obviously, but I'm not seeing yeah. like a whole trilogy of games again where it's no. going to be like nonstop. Mm-hmm. Like it's a little probably bit. Not. It's a little bit done. Yeah, so leave, uh, leave that genre to Uncharted. Well, at the same time, I mean, like well, Uncharted, they they're kind of like done well, too, you know. Mm-hmm. No, well, it's yeah. It, Neil Druckmann's already said they've come. They are they've moved on yeah. from Uncharted, even though there's rumors of a studio within PlayStation Studios working with Naughty Dog on another um, Uncharted oh, and God. their latest uh, promo TV spot showing games and stuff that are available for PS five and everything has a glimpse of a girl with a torch walking into a cave. Oh, I hope not. um, mm-hmm. and people are thinking that could be Nate's daughter, uh, which, not. which if they're going to do another uncharted, the only way that that thing really truly succeeds, if it's Nate handing over the, the torch, so to speak to his daughter and letting her, his daughter go on and do her thing. Only, um, the only way I would pick up that it, one. it would be smart for planning ahead because like um, if you do the daughter and continue with the movies and then you can still continue with the movies with the daughter then 
the only way, will... honestly. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Matt. Yeah, no, go ahead. I think the only way it really works game-wise is you just have to have a, a handing down of the torch. Nate's story is done. Yeah. And as much as I love Uncharted and would love to have Nathan Drake back, it's it's time. It's time. He had a perfect ending in four. Let mm-hmm. it go. Yep. Just let it go. Done. Listen, listen to Elsa and just let it go. Um, if if they make an Uncharted five, one, they can't. They just they shouldn't. They shouldn't. Honestly. Because yeah, four just take a cue from Transformers last night. Four just like you know what makes it boom, story is over, chapter complete. Yep, close the book. You if don't they want to restart it with the daughter, then yeah. I will not buy it unless Nathan Drake dies. That's the only way I will buy it. It's a little morbid. No, because there's no way. There is he no way you can pass the torch on like that without him either like dying or being like, yo, like I'm really? What is this? Wait, wait, what is this crap? Oh, he's what, what, showing so, up. Oh, because oh, we were talking about Uncharted. We we're talking about. Oh, yo, yo, smack, what's up, guys? Smack hey. talking on the on the on Marvel or. <laughs> oh no! Oh, wait, what? <laughs> we already. So, here's the thing. I I think that with that is Uncharted just needs a. It just needs to be laid to rest. Yeah, just and be let's, done. Let's finish the. Are you, are you guys talking um, about that leaked image from Naughty Dog? That was no. on. It wasn't a leaked image. It was yeah, on the actual on. TV spot for PlayStation. Oh, cool! I I like personally think it's live the entire time. <laughs> I think it's honestly. I think it's a, a new IP. I Isn't think it's that, a new. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, this is Jay okay. Barrera. You know, like <laughs> crashing in. Yeah. What's up, guys? Yeah. How's it going? He was, wa- he was watching, saw that I took off the beanie. I was like, oh, no, we need the beanie back. All right. <laughs> so we've got – let's let's cover some stuff super quick um, before we get to the last subject of the night. So real quick, Jedi Survivor is being delayed until April 28th now. Oh, that's not bad. Um, that's cool. They want some more time for polish, which is fine. Launch Fair it enough. before it gets late. Fair enough. Um, we kind of alluded to this last week. Uh Xbox cut jobs to 343 Industries, Bethesda. It's now there's now a rumor that Halo may be getting rebooted because of how how bad of a shape Infinite is in. Um, it's too bad it was in the show. Uh, Jason, <laughs> too bad there wasn't news about the show. Big thing, yeah, right. <laughs> Anyways, Jason, this is for you. Yes, sir. Another another month of nonsense. Get this out of here. Another month of nonsense. Get this out of here. We don't need this anymore. And in comparative, add it to the game pass. Just add it to the game pass at this point. Get it out of here. All right. And then, um, so the rumors are for this month's PlayStation Plus lineup is Destiny Two Beyond Light. Oh my goodness! Will be. Free, Ollie Ollie World, Evil Dead, and Mafia Definitive. Oh, nice. I swear Ollie Ollie World was already one that was free like a few, a little bit a while ago. Might have. But yeah. Recycle. So Sweet. Sweet free expansion. That's a zero zero on that. But at the same time, come on. like Xbox, just stop. Just have games with gold be part of game pass let's just end this suffering <laughs> that is for the, that dude that must is pretty sad <laughs> i mean I, no I, I i don't know the games that are up there but just stop like i just yeah 
Put a put yeah, an extra five dollars on your game pass. Just put a five dollars game pass. Like yep. hey, you get games will go for five dollars more. No, and then nobody's yep. gonna buy it because you know it's another ad. <laughs> and then or just like, let it die. Oh, yeah, just let it die. Just let it die. God. And then PlayStation slashed their mm-hmm. outlook now for VR two. They were expecting to try and do two million in its opening quarter. They're now only forecasting a million. VR's uh um could it be the fact that you price that thing more expensive than a PlayStation 5? Yes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And you're talking a thousand dollars. You need the PlayStation 5 for it? Yes. Yeah. So um that's the other thing. Yeah. You you need the console in order to use yeah, it right. too. That's you gotta have five. Yeah. So right. it's like if you do like like if you do like the meta quest or or whatever, at least you have it yeah. all together. It's a separate all thing. Inclusive. You yeah, you can yeah. Bad move. All right. Bad move, I mean, Cotton. Like, so it's a, it's a bad move. I mean, like, you know, move. at this point hey, now, Sony hey, just Jim said, Ryan. Hey, it's Jim Ryan's PlayStation. Right? It's not yeah. Sean Sony, Lane's anymore. Sony at it's Jim this Ryan's. point now, honestly, just make the ready player one haptic suit and just be like, yo, this costs you your life. Oh, dude, and, dude, that's bro. that's the goal. That's the end game. Yeah, that's the end game. That's but the I mean, end game, bro. Now, like, how much hey, you as all as if I have only, those suits as, out there, they just don't have the crotch yeah. overlay. Yeah, oh, the crotch as overlay. long <laughs> as long as I get uh, as long as Star. I get two things. I want Every two reference. things. I want the holy hand grenade. And ah. I want some mech, and I want some Mechasis cube. That's it. I'm good. Dude, those two things, we're hot with the references. I, dude, I, I applaud you guys. I'm so happy. Dude, that's so awesome. I mean, I, I really did. Fun, like, I, I don't care what people are At saying. That about you might as well just give, me, just give me a Gundam. Yeah, oh, oh right. dude, that was an epic end that I did not see because I didn't read the book at that at that time. And it's not. I thought that was so it's cool. Not no, because remember, it's like a whole, almost a whole generation different yeah. of oh, damn, that's culture. True, yeah. but I thought that was such mm-hmm. an epic, like, cool Easter egg within the like movie. the fort, like the first key is in a uh, you're doing joust. The second key is in oh, the ostriches pizza. <laughs> yeah, and then the second key is in um, a pizzeria, and that's where you get the uh, the coin, the actual that gave him the extra life uh-huh. is in the pizzeria. Oh, okay. He doesn't get it from the librarian. The librarian. In the movie. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. So, anyways. All right. We got to end this show. We're going to do it. On the news that broke this week, it's twofold. It deals with a certain week in June that we have not uh-huh. had in four years. E3. Um, it broke this week via IGN and other outlets that Xbox, Nintendo, and PlayStation will not be partaking in E3. Um, Good for them. Good for them. So let's let's do some prefacing with that. Is uh, Summer Game Fest? Jeff Keighley dropped the bomb this week that Summer Game Fest is going to be June eighth. So <laughs> literally, literally the Thursday before E3. Um, so it, it was posted, Tony Polanco, buddy of ours, posted out on Twitter. He's like, what the heck did, you know, ESA do to piss off Jeff Keighley? And I was like, well, you didn't let him run E3 like it was meant to be run. <laughs> so he went True. and created Summer Game Fest. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> you know, so and then Xbox, we all know for years now, they've they moved everything across the street to Microsoft Theater. They've mm-hmm. done their own thing yeah. where they've done their presser. They've done their own 
little mini convention over there. They've just timed it to coincide with E3. So them not being there doesn't surprise me. Nintendo, as much as they've always been a show floor presence, they, their big game tears of the kingdom comes out before E3 comes out in May. Mm -hmm. So, there's they don't have anything really to show off yeah, that's there's huge nothing on the pipeline. like they did right in 2019 they had luigi's mansion they had pokemon mm-hmm. and then on top of that you had link the links awakening essentially yep. remaster they had some they had um, a bunch to kind they of had a bunch of stuff throw around yeah um you know so <clears throat> that and there is now rumors that the switch 2 is coming in the back end of 2024 so for me, yeah. it makes sense for mm-hmm. Nintendo to skip E3, just do a direct, don't have any real, don't spend any money on the show floor, um, save it for 2024, because you're going to want to go, you're going to want to drop, you know, really? the Switch 2 on this. You're going to think about this. If you do indeed have Switch 2 coming in in 2024, you want that on the show floor. Oh, well, you yes, yes. But, uh, it's just a year, the 2024 kind of, that's end of next year. Yeah, that's kind of weird. We're in 2023. Well, yeah, I know, but along with, I would think they they would probably pre- preview it or at least announce it. Yeah, around where Tears mm-hmm. of the Kingdom is coming out. No, nope. I mean, oh, that's going to yeah. be a big no, release. Why would you like, announce? No, they, you're not going to do I mean, a year. Every, every console a year release ahead of time has been like six months. But, but that yeah. being such a big AAA game, you think you would want to have a like start with another strong lineup. Mario Kart, maybe they have another game in lo- in mind. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Especially with, uh, I mean, yeah, Tears of the Kingdom will be out months, if not longer. More than a year. More yeah, than, yeah, yeah. No, it's going to be a year. Yeah, That's yeah. interesting. But you got to figure, we got, okay. um, we got Metroid on the horizon. You know they have to be working on a new 2D or 3D Mario. But th- that's no. my, that's why I question is because, like, all these are going to be coming out before the Switch 2. No, why no, not? I, I see... I see a 2D, maybe a 2D Mario this year, you know, for holiday. Uh-huh. But I see them doing a, a 3D, like a Mario Odyssey or something like that as a tentpole. I see Mario uh, Mario Kart 9 being okay. a tentpole for it because the DLC is going to carry us through the end of this year mm-hmm. for all the new course. Smash Bros. Yeah. You've got uh, Smash Bros. That's true. Done. Been you know, that's Sakurai's been a while. Already Yep. Sakurai's already said he's done with the current Smash Brothers. Um, we've got Metroid. We know Prime. 4 you think that's going to go to Switch Two, or you think that's coming I, sooner? I don't know I because that's coming sooner. Start from they had to start from scratch, like completely. Oh, that's from true. Uh, yeah, okay, so, yeah. So I would say Switch Two as well. Um, Damn, Fox that is a strong one, dude. Start from. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, that's you what what like. no, Keep in mind, this okay. is this was the Switch. This is what the Switch's launch lineup was: Breath of the Wild, yeah, right. Mario Odyssey. Splatoon 2, Mario Kart 8, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and Octopath Traveler. That was the launch lineup. Yeah, they're planning for a strong launch. You know what? Actually, talking about that, that makes sense, having Tears of the Kingdom be its final push. That makes sense now. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the yeah. final Zelda game. It's, yeah, it's the, the final AAA, like... Of the, uh, the hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that so makes the sense. One, the one that does surprise me, right, is is PlayStation. Here's why it, it surprises me. 
Don't because spread. you have spider you have spider-man 2 in the back mm-hmm. end so mm-hmm. you know what if nobody else is if none of the big you know xbox and nintendo aren't going to be there really get out there you know do something better than a, a sit-down theater across from a, you know us being able to play you know spider-man okay. right that year was if weak yeah. If you're cutting yeah. your forecast for VR two, you get that thing into people's hands on the show floor with your titles, your launch mm. titles, you know? Um, but that being said, they did have a hard time jam- the last time that they had it out with their VR. Cause they had what, like four booths. That was it. It was, like, you had, and it was Resident just, Evil it was had just one. four systems with it. That was yeah. it. Yeah, so bring well, a bunch of VR twos. Was that was that two, was that nineteen? Yeah, yes. That also yeah. makes sense because of the lineup that they didn't have that many games. Like this, now, is, it would work. Now well, it would I mean, make. But even to your point, so if they didn't have so many games and they had that open area for just people to sit down and fall asleep, why didn't they capitalize more on the space to do more VR? Correct. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I thought that was a waste. Um, yeah. So. It'll be interesting to see to see what E3 is this year. Um, if I'm going in with low expectations now, yeah, I, <laughs> I am. I I just I, I'm hopeful though. I really hope they they bring something new to the table. I, I re, like. Uh, I mean, we of course we we have a special appreciation for E3. We want to stay around. I just hope it it brings something new to the table where it can. It has to. It can. Yeah, I mean, it has to. But at the same time, remember all these big companies that we're talking about: Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. They all have their own oh, little. Wait, hold on, hold on. Nintendo and PlayStation are partners of Summer Game Fest. Mm. Uh, no, <laughs> like, that, like I was saying, Damn. all three of them also do have their they own like off. little conventions now. You know, yeah. PlayStation Experience. Well, no, PlayStation Experience hasn't been around for several years now. Well, it's years, but I mean, like, again, um, it was pre-pandemic, so could it be coming back around, you know? Who knows, maybe? Microsoft's going to have their Microsoft Direct, yeah. you know, and Nintendo's going to have their Nintendo Direct now, too. It's like there's they, they branched off into showing it onto their own I, fans, you know? Why, why go to E3 where you see all three when you like, for example, all four of us are major Sony PlayStation people. Are we going to take a look at the other booths? Sure, but are we interested? Eh, you mm. know. Speaking kinda, of that, kind of want to see what but. is. So it's funny as we talk about us being PlayStation and all that, Nintendo and whatnot. I have all this crap on my wall and behind me, right? <laughs> I put that okay. video. I put that video up on YouTube, and I said. Hey, this is why Nintendo is my primary system right now. Dude, one of the comments was obviously he works for Nintendo. The heck? <laughs> if I work for Nintendo, am I going to be putting PlayStation stuff up? Yes. Is that how I get a job at Square Enix? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we you always thought you wanted a job with IKEA, job. dude. That's why you have that stuff up. Oh, bro. You know, IKEA is my sponsor, but <laughs> no. I mean, like, I want to talk about that. He wants, Atlas. he wants Atlas or Square Yo, Enix. Atlas, um, Square Enix, come at me. I will, oh, I'll drop everything. I will drop <laughs> yeah. everything to be in that. Here's, here's my thing is I am going in with very low expectations. I think we are now, what, February, March, April, May, June. We are five months 
five and a half months to E3. You just mm-hmm. had the bomb drop that you are looking at not having PlayStation, Xbox, or Nintendo be part of E3 this year. The first year in four years, mind you. That's a bold move. E3. It's a bold move. You bold need move. to drop the bomb and say, this is who's going to be there. Who is already... Do you have Ubisoft? Yeah. Do you have Square Enix? You better drop some news or... Yeah, they really should. Honestly, if I look at that, I would rather go to one day of summer game fest and go to a show floor. That's not really going to have anything for four days. Right. How they're going to fill the space. That's the only thing I'm questioning. That's why, man, like, dude, dude they got to bring it. Like they, they, have, they really have to bring something to the table. They are, they're thinking they're, like they're dead. I saw something really? where somebody just, said, do I hear uh, curious, though. Am that I me too. Harrison say Kenta hall. <laughs> I mean, we know how empty Kenta hall was, you know, yeah, just, I mean, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You have so much space now that you're going to just be like, wait, what do we put there? You know, who are we going to get? You know, See, I mean, that's, that's, it would be, that's a question. I, I, I feel the like invitations be, to uh, every repeat. indie company, like, hey, br- bring a booth for your game. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, maybe this is doing interesting. Maybe, art, maybe turn it into like a Comic Con and have Artist Alley bring in Dude, voice I'd actors. Be down for Artist Alley. <laughs> Um, I'm totally which, down. By the way, I have a shout out I, to. I really uh, hope this shout doesn't out to Kenny happen. James. I, yes, shout out to Kenny James. Speaking who's awesome. Yeah, seen in person. Comic Con um, seen in person. But uh, I hope there isn't an opportunity for a repeat of uh, when we saw Naughty America at E3. Uh, since we were talking about oh, epic systems and everything. <laughs> oh man! Oh the the little indie boots. Yeah, that yeah that one year yeah. got a little weird. Like oh um, I'm like. Yeah, okay, this is, so, this, so go this to is the next level section? with the haptic suits and then they, they bring in yep. the the uh crotch overlay. Yeah. <laughs> go get your whist deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, so, oh yeah. Um ultimately I I'm worried. I we've also we've been saying this along with a lot of the other podcasts out there. I mean Tony Polanco, we've talked about it with him on on links on this show, right? It, and is that I I really think that these four years without E3 has shown us how you can do things without E3. And I think mm-hmm. E3, as much as I don't want to say this, in some ways, I think I don't think it's relevant anymore. It doesn't, it's not. It still it still not. holds some of the reverence when you say, ooh, E3. But it I don't Does think we though? have the I mean everybody everybody who's a gamer has always wanted to go to E3. Mm-hmm. Let's let's be honest. Yeah. That's like a bucket list for hardcore gamers is to eventually attend Primarily E3, back but I don't when think it was it, broadcasted. Well, yeah, and, that's right. You know, and it was actually a real show. Um, you know, 16, 17, you know. Um, but I think that now it just doesn't hold the pomp and circumstance anymore. I think the, the main the main problem is that it, it's no longer the E three of old. It it this is where it needs to evolve and kind of redefine itself. And it's no, it, it's that already, I it's good. The only reason why we 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 like go hard on it so much is because we're so used to it being the the go to. 
Yeah, we've been holy going grail. to it. It was the, the holy, holy grail to get into. That that was the event of the year to get yes. inside knowledge of that the something upcoming special. games. Right, right. And now it's it's no longer that. It no. hasn't been that for for quite some time. Maybe six but, years. Maybe, yeah, exactly. But now, because of, I would say also because of the pandemic. It, it, didn't it. it didn't help it, but no. now it, I think it forced it into this this problem where like they need to now redefine themselves. It ne- now needs a new direction on what E3 is going to offer because it's no longer that exclusive inside look on the behind the scenes of video games, the the, no. the yeah. game companies. You, you know, like you said, Jason, it's been yeah. I'm like I, that was. I think that's the only thing that kept it going. Was the uh, ceremony before the actual E3? Uh, the, the unveilings. Un- the unveilings. You I think really that's what unveilings. really kept it going for those six and years, like you said, Jason. Where it was just, years, yeah. yeah, the extra years. And Jeff like Keighley said, picked up yeah. a, Jeff Keighley filled the, the void. He did. Yeah. He did. And, you know, that was honestly, yeah. I think you said it, Matt, like that was the first brick that le- that trickled down when wow. he left. The first, the first brick was PAX, honestly. Because okay, okay. You, you have all these mini conventions, like I said earlier, that are now yep. taking up like very specific type of roles. You know, you have right. the indie, you have the indie conventions. You have like even Anime Expo mm-hmm. does like yeah. some gaming stuff as well now. Um, everybody does like certain niches that collectively when you have 50 60 conventions there's no longer a need for the major convention and also also in between that time you like you said it sounded like they've evolved throughout the years well i mean to keep up oh yeah my, every if you can if you let's take i'm gonna use marvel jay just because you're back let me use marvel oh now, god <laughs> don't worry he's gonna butcher have, it no this, this, right. this, this time this time it's gonna be in the plus i'm open i'm open i want i want to get sleep tonight at some point <laughs> <laughs> when you have so many Marvel things going at you, you get that fatigue. But at the same time, you're also going to get like little uh, aspects of like, hey, this is this is one section. This is one section. Collectively, yeah. it makes the entire universe. And that's what the gaming industry with all the co- small conventions that we're having now, we no longer need to look at E3 to get a full year of unveiling, a full like this is what's going to come out for Christmas. We have it consistently throughout the year. Like, Oh, this was just announced. Yeah, you're right. Because June is the only time when E3 comes around, but you know what? In September, October, we're going to have like a PAX. That's going to be even closer to a holiday season. And they're going to bust out. Yo, look at this gameplay. Look at the gameplay versus, Oh, we announced it. Here's a demo, but now a teaser trailer. Here's yeah. Here's full Uh gameplay. Yep. Two months before holiday and you're just like, uh, oh my I don't, God. I don't know if E3 necessarily needs so, like to define themselves differently. They, I, they need to get back to them being the exclusive somehow to the exclusive where area to where they're announcing things. So I, like, if we do, if we do a compare comparison to something outside of gaming, compare it to San Diego Comic-Con, mm-hmm. there's still the massive thing that you know that you go to Hall H yep. in order to get the big things, but there's still massive amounts of other comic cons yeah. what what's yeah. setting san diego comic-con aside from everything else because all the huge drops happen at san diego comic-con yeah correct you get small ones so, here and there like long beach has theirs you get small ones here and there denver comic-con denver yeah. you know yeah. New York, um, so all of them. i think ultimately my hope for e3 
is that I want them to come back, be better what they, what than they have been, you know, last what 18 and 19, because frankly, those, those, you could definitely see the, the downswing in 18 and 19, but trickle down, um, yeah. come back and be relevant again. You don't need to be big, bad, big, bad on the street, you know, just from some the change. Yeah. Just some change of be, trying to move forward and be relevant. So you're on this, the slate of Gamescom, Tokyo game show, E3. Those are, those are big tent poles for the year. So, um, you know, definitely for um, those that are catching this on on YouTube this weekend, leave the comments because I would love to see everybody's interpretation of what we've talked about tonight, both with the DC you uh, uh, roadmap, uh, Amazon potentially buying Tomb Raider and E3. So, um, with that, uh, I want to thank everybody who did crash game it with us tonight. Um, got some people popping in, um, catching the show. Um, bunch of new followers on both our YouTube channel and our Twitch channel. So I want to thank you guys for, for following us. It, thank you it guys. definitely means a lot. Thank you. Um, and, uh, this first time catching the show, uh, head on over to crashinggamenight.com If you liked what you see, uh, and heard catch our past episodes, see some of our past guests from the industry. Um, you know, like some of the, you know, final fantasy seven guys, uh, the Nintendo voice actors, uh, you know, Julian Garrity from Ubisoft, um, and whatnot. So, um, just guys right now with all the stupid craziness that's going on, um, especially with the fresh, the fresh round of protesting that's happening in the U S right now. Um, just please everyone just be excellent to each other. That's right. Everybody, uh, once again, to to uh, piggyback on that, like like Matt said, the atmosphere out there is even, you know, a little bit more uh, glib. So uh, let's just try and and practice a little bit more patience. Uh, uh, let's try and uh, be a little bit more kind and show a little bit more love and compassion and uh, lend a helping hand and try and. Uh, have an open mind and try and uh, listen. Let's all try and just be a little bit more open and understanding. Uh, thank you guys. And yeah, that's it. Thanks nerds. I got to crash game night. <laughs> this is <this is> cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my goodness. But anyways, you know, out there it's, we're coming up on what is it? Valentine's day next. Oh man. Oh yeah. Yeah. So no, spread the love. Weeks. Spread that's the love. That's right. you know? <laughs> Stay safe. Jerry, will you be my love. Valentine since we're single? Yeah. Boom. Done. <laughs> Jason would uh, already have our, we already have our, yeah, Valentine's yeah. You guys are good. Yeah. You guys are good. Yeah. yeah. But as oh, always no. guys, Things, guys, the Valentine's guys night. <laughs> Get a bouquet of wings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, oh, Jason's awesome. Anyways, <laughs> uh, just you know, be safe out there. You know, be be cautious. You know, stay safe. We're almost we're we're a month in. We're a month in of 2023, and just feels like it's been longer right. because of so much craziness going on. But mm-hmm. be safe out there. You know, that's it. And as always, every night that we do this, my man, my man, Theo. Send us out like you do. Well, Jerry, since you got to crash, I'm expecting some leftovers from uh, from dinner. So make sure you send those over. Mm. Boom. Chicken pie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, thank you all for watching. Thanks for listening. Till next time, TTFN.
Ta-ta for now. Good night, everybody. Chicken palm. Lobster. Lobster. <laughs> Lobster. <laughs> Clam chowder. Bye.